All right, Mr. Skins. Very nice to meet you. Yep, that's my name, Mr. Skins. Hello. Now, Very nice um, to meet you. It's a pleasure to be doing business with you. Now, will you tell me a little bit about your business? Oh, what 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 don't I want to tell about my business? So I found a lovely little piece of property over in OOB, just in between a couple of businesses on the pier. Uh, so what I've got in mind here is the J Skins Fireworks Emporium and Event Center. So we're going to be selling pretty much every kind of you know combustible uh, attraction you can think of. Um, I'm even going to see if I can make a little deal with uh, Disney to see if I can get some of some of what uh, their suppliers got going. Okay, and you do know that that's going to be a, a little bit higher risk, so there are going to be some more increased premiums with that. But I think that you know there are a lot of, since Maine legalized fireworks. There's been a lot of that. We see it all the time. Mm -hmm. So I think that we'll be able to. Oh God, what is? You said they were around businesses. I'm looking at the the map here. Um, you're next to a gas station and. A hayride? Yep. Well, the gas station is actually in the back. You know, it's a uh, boats kind of get the, get the gas there. Uh, but yeah, that's about eight pumps of gas behind us. And then uh, it it's a hayride. Yeah, but everything is soaked in kerosene. I'm not sure if that so, actually is like a main feature of the ride or if that was an accident. That sounds like it may have been an accident. Um, but my next question is you said not you're just going to be selling the combustibles right you're not actually using we, them i mean you know my feeling was like we take a model of performance demonstration you know every once in a while like you don't go to the zoo and not go to the feeding right so we might as well do a little bit of a showcase out front you know nothing crazy just like some of those uh just a couple sparklers basic stuff maybe some uh bottle rockets roman candles you maybe see some of those fireworks where the paratrooper comes out of it you know and they float down you know uh, sometimes they get stuck on roofs but I, i've never seen a problem come out yeah um i think you're gonna have a really hard time with this at market just so you're aware it's not just gonna be high premiums it's gonna be I don't think I, anybody's going to want to offer you coverage, I Mr. Don't Skins. See the, I really don't see the problem. It's on a pier. It's over the water. If there is an issue, it just falls into the ocean, right? And I mean, come on, the performance demonstration, that's not a bad thing to, I think that's going to bring in a lot of business. And I mean, if there are fire jugglers out front anyway, then why can't yeah, I, I do my own thing? <laughs> uh, I'm going to stop you right there. We will not be writing your coverage. It's been very nice to meet you, Mr. Skins. Well, fuck you. I'm going to Geico feeling it. Let's do it. Moose crossings, red hot dogs, missing persons in salty bogs, up to camp with Stephen King, river curses, Wesley sings, homegrown horror. Hello. And welcome to homegrown Jackson, a co-host. I am B, a co-host, and look at those spikes. <laughs> look at those spikes. That is intense. Best, uh, best spikes in the business. Best That's, spikes uh, in the business. That's what all of you say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, so it's actually a Sunday because this bitch was sick. <laughs> That's all you need to I know. I wish you wouldn't call me that. <laughs> no, I was sick. Yeah, I got sick. On, I got sick on Thursday. Well, I spent my first. I had my first two days in the office. Yeah, and then my. Uh, the day that I was supposed to go back to working in my home office on Thursday, I got really sick. <laughs> yeah, I heard about it, but... I'm yeah. not talking about it on the podcast, because no. it's, fu- it's funny, but it's very gross. It's graphic. Um, yeah, so I got I got sick. I think it's the stomach. There's like a stomach bug that's going around. I work with a lot of people who have kids, and like it's like... This, the worst. The stomach bug is like sweeping through schools, yeah. so I'm assuming... I was hanging out with people who had kids. I got their kids' germs. Yeah, you got I'm that saying. kid sickness. I got it. That's really what it was. <laughs> it's just sort of like, yeah, fuck this. Emily was feeling kind of sick this uh, week as well, and that's the only thing I was thinking about. We went to urgent care to get a look at her. Yeah, she's fine. But the only thing I thought when I was walking into the urgent care was just, um, just like a gross waiting room where sick people hang out. <laughs> That's just like, that's the worst thing going to the doctor and then thinking about all the like children (laughs) touching everything that are just sick or the, uh, or just sick people in general touching everything. It's just kind of like, I don't know, there's got to be a better way. Can you just give me a bubble and a single doctor? (laughs) Just go to the bubble, talk to the doctor. (laughs) Yes. So yeah, so Em and I both were sick and that's kind of like all I really, I, I mean, I... I had a good time at the convention. Um, yes. Corporate sponsored drinking. But corporate really, sponsored And I drinking. got a lot of really cool swag. Uh, my favorite swag that I got was a fanny pack with my company name on it. <laughs> so everyone knows, like, how cool you are. When yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am usually a walking billboard for any number of things. I'm wearing a fucking Unisana shirt. Like, all yeah. I have is merch. <laughs> Let's be completely honest. That is actually true. Like, a lot of anime t-shirts and all that. Uh, yeah. I Pretty much, like, I have, because I have sweaters for the axe pit. I have a, I have a sweatshirt for slap. Oh, um, I have, <laughs> I, hats, just, I... I love merch. Mm-hmm. I can't stop. There's some good merch out there. And I mean, like, what's the what's the problem with that anyway? You know, I love like, supporting the things that I love. I'm wearing like it's from Martin's. I don't want to. I want to seem like I'm bragging <laughs> or anything. But I got this. Uh, what is that? Ralph Lauren. The polo. The polo the boy. Polo boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got I this it's... Ralph Lauren shirt. People like wear brands all the time and make it seem like it's a cool thing. I think it's cooler to see people wearing merch for things they like yeah also if like it's a cor- i also if it's really comfy though it's kind of like <laughs> yeah i mean because yeah i have an i, I yeah. also have an ll bean um a really nice ll bean vest that has it has ll bean but on the other side it because it was a gift from my company i wasn't gonna say no to a 300 not 300 130 vest that was a very high not yeah that was overvaluation <laughs> i i can't do numbers don't know if you knew that um if go back to episode one and listen to me try and fucking like how about numbers like, how about whenever you ask me trivia about like how much a movie is made and i always like grossly underestimated <laughs> or like insanely overestimated it. it's just like i have no concept of money what no whatsoever <laughs> uh, so yeah so the convention was really fun uh one of the rooms was th- i told you one of the rooms was themed like a casino and people were gambling and it was fucking awesome i feel like that's the best that has to be the best room which 
from what you told me it was. They, yeah, all the other ones were just sort of like, we're celebrating our 125th anniversary. And I'm like, good for you, MMG. Who gives a shit? I'm putting it on black over at Hannaford's. <laughs> it was Hanover. Oh, Hanover. Oh, Hanover. <laughs> I thought you said Hannaford's when you told me the story. I was like, good on Hannaford's for going uh, yeah, Hanaford. Yeah, Hannaford's at an insurance convention, absolutely. Um, well, absolutely. <laughs> You know what? I really should have thought about that when I first heard Hannaford's. I literally, <laughs> B, this was my mind. When you told me the story and I heard Hannaford's, my thought instead of saying, wait, it was an insurance convention, was like, oh, they must have had other businesses no. there. It was just a general convention. It's no. like, hey, why don't we all like get in on renting this space and we can just split it four ways? That'd be easier, right? No. Absolutely okay. not. It's really funny because a lot of the people I was with, they were just sort of like, oh, yeah, I've never been to the Double Tree. Like, I didn't, I've never been to this convention space. And like, I am intimately familiar with this convention space because I've been going to PortCon at the Double Tree, which, which okay, used to be the yeah. Sheridan, which is now the Double Tree. I've been going there since 2008. <laughs> so I'm like, I am intimately Damn. familiar with this convention space. <laughs> you know, like, where the hell conference room, like, 1080b is and you know where the forest room is you got uh, it all my fa- the out. one that we always went to was whale back whale back is a name of one of yes those. yes which i think that's that's the room where like all of the 18 plus panels were okay because <laughs> those are really the only panels that are worth going like that i'm like are really worth going to did i tell you i went to like uh a convention like like a pork con yeah i went to a comic con one year when I was really young with yeah. my with my friend Brandon. What's up, dude? Uh, <laughs> he'll love that. So, yeah, we went to... Um, Does he listen? Sometimes. Well, listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah, he listens. Yeah, he's, he like will bring up things, conversations we've had on the pod. Is that is weird pretty... for you? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny to like... But I'll just jump into the conversation. I'll be like, oh, you're filled in on the details, so it's easy to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so... But we went to a Comic-Con in Connecticut when we were younger. Um, we were drinking age. And it was just like, oh, it'd be fun. Our whole thought process was cosplay babes. That would be our whole thing. It was like, okay, there will be a lot of cool people doing cosplay. Let's check it out. It wasn't. There were like 12 people dressed as the Joker. <laughs> I was run. I was doing a running tally because I was like, I've seen like a bunch of jokers. Yeah, which year was this? which year was this? It was pretty close to um, Dark Knight, so yeah, mostly Heath Ledger's. There were a couple Jack Nicholsons though, and I really liked that. Yeah, I like the purple suit. It was like as soon as we hit, and also as soon as we hit like 2016, it was just sort of like Jared Leto's Joker everywhere. Oh my god! Ha ha ha! Lots of Harleys and Jokers, you know. Ideal romance. 10 out of 10. I like the Harley design more than the Jared Leto Joker design. Yes, correct. I will also say, I I, I say that in jest, just in case anybody actually thought I liked Harley and Joker. Harley and Poison Ivy is my OT fucking P. (laughs) (laughs) From the cartoon? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. That was the best. (laughs) Yes. And then also, like, they also kind of have also sort of a relationship going in the new Harley Quinn uh, cartoon. I saw that there was something tracking around with that. I didn't, like, remember. uh, They're they're so good. They're good. I want to check it out. It sounds cool. I love the, I love those old Batman cartoons that are just so stupid. Some of them didn't age well, but. Some of them didn't age well. Batman Beyond, I still like. Batman Beyond is the fucking best. It's so fucking good. 
Oh my god. They have a Batman Beyond um, skin in Arkham Knight. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was just like, yes. You know what? This is a great segue because today, today's theme is nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> this did fit perfectly. So, uh, yeah, I'm very good at this today. Unless there's anything else you need to say? Uh, I've been playing Elden Ring. I fought a, uh, a centipede made of stars. And I am made now. Made of stars? Yeah, I'm not going to explain it. And now I'm going to be marrying a four armed puppet. Um, so you're not maidenless anymore. Uh, it would appear that I'm not maidenless <laughs> anymore. Oh, also, my sorcery teacher turned into a giant um, cursed ball. So that's what happened in Elden Ring this week. Onto your story. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds rough, buddy. All right. So that's also again lots of nostalgia everywhere today. So I so because I was kind of sick, I was like, Ugh, like I want to do something that I have a little bit of knowledge of. And I'm taking you to, when everyone's like, what's your hometown? I would say my hometown is Old Orchard because my blood runs deep in Old Orchard. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast yet, but uh, my mom, my dad, and my biological father all are from Old Orchard. My Pepe still lives there. My Grammy Grampy still live there. My grandmother, my Grammy Carol also lived there for a very long time before moving out to Lemington with us. So it, it's just, we, my first job was downtown. Like, yeah, I, yeah, you I got, got your roots. My roots are here. You know, I used to go every, uh, went like every Monday, my grandmother and I would go with my cousin down to the beach. Cause my great uncle had a beach house. Like, it's, Oh, nice. You know, it was like right on the beach. So we would go and then we could come back and immediately like, get changed. It was great. Like, you know, it's perfect beach childhood like i had a pretty ideal like idyllic did you like do you like oob then or oob now more it's different it's much different now but i still have so much like just like my heart belongs to the ocean so like (laughs) you know I, i as an adult i don't necessarily like all the the touristy stuff if i can go like one day and it's like that's fine like i can handle it because it brings back a lot of memories but i am not the type of person where i'm like oh yeah i'm gonna enjoy going down to oob height of the summer every single day like i used to (laughs) i get i get height of the summer but like even in not so like beginning and end of the summer periods it's like pretty nice like it's not so crowded people are out though and enjoying themselves but it's not like packed bodies yeah so my yeah my first job was at the candy store there's a candy store called dickinson's there's one on the top of the hill and then there's one at the bottom of the hill the one at the bottom of the hill is in a hotel like at the bottom of a hotel we call them big dicks and little dicks (laughs) (laughs) and yeah i spent those two summers that I worked, so I spent one summer up on the hill at the big store and one at the bottom of the hill at the little store, and I loved those summers. Like, I yeah. spent the summer, like, I lived with my grandparents for that summer. I would walk to work. Like, it was just, and, the you know, fireworks happen every Thursday, so we would just walk, like, I could, like, I could see them from the window of the store. <laughs> like, I could just, I wouldn't have to find a split. Like, it was always impossible to find a place to see the fireworks. 
I could just like fucking watch them from the store. It that's was, that's the luxury. Like I um, had a great my first job experience was excellent. Like that's awesome. You know, also making that making those ice cream tips downtown, Ooh. especially on Fourth of July. Like we walked away with like fifty dollars each. Like, oh, that's good money. Like dude, at that age. it was yeah, it was stellar. So. As you can tell, I have so much nostalgia for Old Orchard Beach, but something that I, I've been told this story and my grandparents and other family members would always kind of tell you about like what Old Orchard, Old, or, old Orchard was like. I can talk <laughs> what Old, Old Orchard was like. Try saying Old Orchard five times. I'm not going to do it. Old Orchard, Old Orchard, Old Orchard, Old Orchard, Old Orchard. <laughs> <laughs> so something that I've come to learn through sort of like researching this and trying to get more information is that Old Orchard Beach is way too friendly with fire. <laughs> like fireworks or just fire just in general? Just fire in general. <laughs> so it's only been incorporated for about 139 years and there have been 79 documented fires. <laughs> Old Orchard Beach is only... 22.53 square miles. <laughs> okay. And also I did the math. So that is almost two fires per year as well. I think that kind of tracks. I don't know. Like what's the, st what's the stats on other beach communities? That I didn't, I don't know. Like I could see something like, you know, Jersey Shore having a lot of fires or something like that. Oh, but I mean, there's a constant <laughs> trash fire at Jersey Shore. But we're also like, these are also not small fires. Large fires, like taking out uh, several homes, businesses, stuff like that. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm. Since the early 1800s, Old Orchard has actually been a tourist town. The first public house was opened in 1837 mm -hmm. because there were travelers that were, were going between Portland and Boston because there's always been a train station there. There still is today. There's a stop on the Amtrak right there. And so people would stay at... Um, stay at the old orchard it's called the old orchard house and i believe it's still stand like there's some semblance of it still standing hmm. like i'm pretty sure it's been rebuilt but it's like it's the land that it was when, on when was it built again uh so this was in 1837 okay damn that's intense yeah no i mean you probably have to do a bunch to that to keep it up yeah to date. the oldest standing hotel which, like, the original building is the Ocean House Hotel and Motel, which was born, uh, built in 1895. Okay. okay. So there are a lot of... Something that you will kind of come to find out is there are a lot of places in Old Orchard where, like, it's it's still, like, the same thing, quote, unquote. I'm, I'm trying <laughs> to, like... It, it's hard to visualize this. Kind of, I'm really trying hard to remember the layout of Old Orchard Because right you've now. only been, like, once. I've been, like three times okay yeah uh but like not very often i think that i would only be at like the central area and then there's that weird bar at the end of the pier yes that has like dancers yes. as you mentioned yeah like or yeah um yeah they're like that that's my yeah. context i only remember really that weird pier okay so <laughs> that weird pier <laughs> so um this is at the so the old orchard house is like it's at the top of the hill so if you're at the pier if you just go straight up the hill there's the old orchard house which is at the top and then across okay. the street is the catholic church saint margaret's 
which is where I was baptized. My mom had her confirmation there. My parents got married there. Like, a lot. My grandmother also was the head, the head of Sunday school there. My grandma's name is Margaret. It's her birthday, by the way. Oh, happy birthday, Margaret. Yeah, happy she birthday, listens. Margaret. She now listens. Yay! Maybe. I showed her how to do it. Okay. So, um... <laughs> happy birthday. Happy so, birthday. That makes me really happy. Yeah. So, there are a lot of things that... They were built, and then they would be destroyed or kind of be condemned in some way. Mm-hmm. And then they would rebuild. On or, the ashes. Yes, exactly. So in the instance, are still there. We can rebuild exactly. So (laughs) in the instance of the old orchard house, the pub, which is the first public house, like it's not the same building as it was in eighteen thirty-seven. The pier was constructed in. (laughs) No, no, the pier was constructed in eighteen ninety-eight, and it was the world's longest steel steel pier at 1,825 feet long and cashed in at $38,000, which in today's money is $1.29 million. That's actually still pretty low for it the is, construction project. It is quite low. Yeah. Huh. At the end of the pier was the Pier Casino, which was a ballroom for up to 5,000 dancers. I've heard so many stories about... 5,000 dancers. Holy I have shit. heard so many stories about this from like my grandparents and great-grandparents through the years. It's like a small militia of dancers. Yes. The other thing <laughs> that's really cool about the Pier Casino is over the years, such performers like Louis Armstrong, Duke Ellington, and Frank Sinatra performed there. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Something that I doing that's this, awesome. I realized that Old Orchard was really popping because something else that's also really interesting is that, um, what's his fucking name? Oh no, I remember I was gonna mention it and then I forgot Describe his name. Describe him. <sighs> the one with the planes <laughs> and then Charles Lindbergh. Charles Lindbergh landed in Old Orchard in oh, uh, nineteen twenty nine. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is really cool. Um, my opinions on Charles Lindbergh, notwithstanding. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have big opinions on him. That's fair. But it, it was really It's like cool. a sailor, that one. Yeah. Goes to port to port. So it was with the pier and later on uh, in 1902, Palace Playland is built. And that's the amusement park that still stands today. And... It was just, they considered this area to be like a, the whole thing was like this cultural icon mm-hmm. because it was, it's the seaside town. We got a tilt-a-whirl. It actually, <laughs> funny you say that. So inclu- this Palace Playland included the first carousel in the United States. The first one? In the United States. What? That's insane. Wait, is the, is it still there? No. It is not. That, That's it, so lame. Come yeah, on. Well, <laughs> so there had been, so uh, from from its inception, there have been many little fires. I would destroy a motel here, a business there, but nothing was like the Great Fire of 1907. <laughs> so it was August 16th, and allegedly a maid at the Emerson Hotel overturned a lamp, and the room became engulfed in flames. You fucked up. <laughs> you fucked up. <laughs> the fire moved quickly and began destroying most of the structures lining East Grand Ave, which is the main street. So there's, so there's on one side of the pier, there's East Grand Ave, and on the other side of the pier, there's West Grand Ave. 
but it runs along parallel to the beach. Hmm. And this is where most of the hotels and motels and Palace Playland is there. Like, restaurants, shops, they're all kind of along this street. Right. And it continues. So it was along. Yeah. So it's it's only on the east side. Okay. Everything is engulfed in flames on the east side. Several hotels were burned down, including Hotel Emerson, Hotel Alberta, Fisk House, Lawrence House, The Velvet, The Seashore House, and The Olympia House. The entry towers to the pier were connected to the Emerson by the train tracks. The So the entrance to the pier is completely destroyed. Ooh, okay. The fire claimed a good portion of the town of downtown by the time the firefighters arrived from Biddeford. But the fire was so hot that according to... Mm. Um, I think this was... Mm. Portland Press Herald. Uh, the water from the tanker trucks blew into steam before quenching a single flame. Oh no, it was carouseltides.com said this. Okay. So within all of this chaos and fire, a tank of soda water exploded, which killed one man and injured three bystanders. What? But a tank of soda water? Yeah. What is that? Like, soda water? No, a tank of soda water. I don't... They, a tank of soda water. <laughs> like, just a barrel of it? I don't know if a it's, like, a barrel or if it's, like, you know, maybe it's at water? a soda house or some, like... I, I don't know. It explodes. <laughs> Something explodes. Something ex... <laughs> so there's an explosion because of the fire. And those were... Uh, that, that death and those injuries are the only... Only injuries attributed to this fire. I'd say it's more related, I mean, with soda water, I don't think you can account that soda water, I guess it was triggered by the fire. Never mind, I'm still hung up on the soda water tank. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. So one man was killed, three people were injured. Eventually the fire burns out and it leaves much of a disaster in its wake and they have to rebuild a lot of downtown including they rebuild the the tier the pier towers and they do rebuild some of the hotels but there is a section that they eventually turn into sort of a midway on that side oh okay so instead of like rebuilding the hotels it's a mid it's they're like let's just put games and attractions we didn't want that many hotels anyway there was too many people and it kind of compete it it will it will start to compete with palace playland a little bit how how could it compete with palace playland (laughs) (laughs) because instead of going on the rides you go play games Hmm. they're owned by different companies is what i'm saying okay all right Fires like this are def- also at this point in time were not new to Maine because Portland had its own fire that destroyed most of the city and put a pin in that because I'm probably going to cover it sometime. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, Maine, like a lot of these sort of coastal towns in Maine, fires. <laughs> Just love fires. Everything's made of wood. <laughs> exactly. Old Orchard residents started to rebuild and the tor- tourist town began to grow. New businesses began to populate downtown. Palace Playland added a lot of new rides and attractions, and including a large wooden roller coaster, which was added in 1914. But it too would burn down in a smaller <laughs> fire in 1948. <laughs> so this... Just stop building shit out of wood! <laughs> so this fire in 1948, there's not a lot of information about it, but 
West Grand Ave was engulfed in flames and took out um, a lot of businesses in a small square section, including the roller coaster. Like I said, that's really all I can find. It was 1948, you know. I, I wouldn't be surprised they don't have any record because it's going to be like, well, when everybody was on the roller coaster, they all had cigarettes in their mouths, <laughs> but they flew off because they weren't expecting uh, all the all the wind in their face. Right. So yeah, everybody's smoking and just flicking their cigarettes all over this dry ass roller coaster. <laughs> right. So, but the one the fire there's another fire that I am here. To, this is the this is sort of the, the marquee fire. <laughs> I guess this is the one. There's that... something that greater than the Great Fire. The thing is, there's more people alive today that remember this fire. Okay, so... because so this ha so there's another so it's July nineteenth, nineteen sixty nine. The summer of love. It's summer of sixty nine. It was a normal summer night, and smoke was spotted on the east side of the pier by the White Way, which is the Midway. That is the name of it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The whole area is packed with people. It's estimated about 100,000 tourists were crawling through downtown and no vacancies were any. Like, I like there how you were... prefaced the... I just realized you prefacing the white way. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, she emphasized that for a reason. That's the name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there are no vacancies at the hotels anywhere. Like, this is the peak of summer. This is the peak of summertime and this is also where my nostalgia like hits me like a fucking ton of bricks like it's 90 degrees and the portland press herald describes the scene the popular carousel with hand carved horses spun its riders around and round the brightly colored noah's ark funhouse a fixture near the iconic wooden pier since 1929 rocked back and forth pairs of thrill seekers slid down the massive jack and jill slide shrieking as they dropped 50 Feet, down, dropped 50 feet from the top. The smell of fried dough and pizza and cotton candy hung in the air as 12-year-old Dionysus Lemos left his first job at Mars Shoes and made his way down Old Orchard Street that Saturday night. Why was the god of wine there? <laughs> Shut up. Allegra said the same thing. <laughs> he picked up a small pizza for dinner and headed to the arcade on the pier to play pinball. Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire was playing on the jukebox and then someone yelled out about a just this whole thing, like, because that's what I would do is I would, like, grab pizza, like, I'd get out of work, I'd grab pizza for dinner, and I'd go to the air. Like, this is just so vivid to me. Mm-hmm. And I know that this is, like, a time before I was born, but it just is, like, nothing's, ch- like, in this place where so much change happens, like, physically, uh-huh. nothing really changes. Yeah. But, so, someone, yell. You know, someone spots smoke. Mm-hmm. And the corner of East Grand Avenue and Old Orchard Street is again <laughs> engulfed in flames. God damn it! <laughs> According to locals, it appeared to be a trash can fire that went out of control. And Old Orchard Beach firefighters, they get there and they are, you know, they they start setting up the trucks and the they hook up the hoses to the fire hydrants and they realize we are contending with a force that they cannot contain on their own. And so they called brigades from Biddeford, Portland, and Falmouth, and many other towns were called to try and help douse the blaze. Laugh in the Dark, which is a really interesting blog that I found that had, like, so much really cool detail about this. They noted that more than 26 brigades from nearby towns were called to assist, and they described the fire as being like a blowtorch. Oh, shit. Wow. And they continue. Now totally out of control, the fire... 
enveloped Noah's Ark, the coal mine, the carousel, leaving people marooned on the adjoining pier. Its connection to the shore now burnt away. Emergency personnel smashed the windows of a dozen cars in the rear parking lot, allowing them to be pushed clear of the fire's approach. Then they noticed the teenage operators on the Jack and Jill slide standing atop the structure, surveying the drama unfolding below. They were ordered to climb down, being sprayed with water as they descended. Not long afterward, the the slide's steel structure wilted and collapsed. Mm -hmm. Amidst the swirl of cinders and blinding heat, layers of old paint crackled up from smoldering wood foundation beams and blackened posts and railings. And the great hull of the ark, helpless in dry dock, shuddered and heaved upon its pyre, floundering in waves of smoke before finally sinking into a boiling sea of flames. That's really fun. I have photos for you, by the way. I'm so excited. I want to see all... They took pictures of the fires. Yeah. So... I like all these people just standing around watching it. Yeah, nothing changes at the fire. You always just get people like, damn, that is a fire. So, yeah. So, we've got... (laughs) It's just everything's going down. And this is the next day. More people standing around with their hands on their it's hips. Just kind of like, it. holy shit, yeah. The like, universal symbol of I'm watching the destruction of a fire active for uh-huh. post. Oh, this <laughs> is a really cool photo, too, because see, this is the casino at the end of the pier. Were the dancers okay? Yeah, I think they were fine. Okay. I mean, except for there were people who were like, they were stuck on yeah. the pier because the, well, p- the connection bad... of the pier was completely burned away. Honestly, not a bad place to be stuck. No. Yeah. But you know what? That'd be a better place for the mist to take place. oh i do also have um let's see where i had some pictures of maybe not i had i thought i had pictures of the fire in 1907 too but oh well that's fine that comes later so yeah so it's and and for me just kind of imagining it happen happening like because i'm so familiar with downtown like it is impossible to move when there's that many people yeah yeah and now just imagine something like this occurring the fire itself was visible from sebago lake and york both are around 45 miles away so the flames reached about 200 feet in height and it raged from 8 p.m past 1 a.m the next morning oh my god there are no deaths that's amazing. And there's only well, two. You know the problem. You know why? Why? Nobody's leaving their tanks of soda water under tents. <laughs> <laughs> there are only two serious injuries. One is a 12-year-old girl suffered second-degree burns on her legs, and there was a firefighter who had minor burns on his face from pulling some tourists out of Noah's Ark. There was about five hundred thousand dollars in damage, which is about three point eight million today. Okay. And over 100 people lost their jobs. According to Laugh in the Dark, and I couldn't, and the reason I'm I'm sort of like mentioning that is because I couldn't find any corroborating story about this. Mm. But apparently the fire marshal found a fuse box in the rubble, which had a penny stuck in the receptacle. Okay. Apparently this was a practice, a known practice among the ride operators that if a fuse had blown or if... There was a they was a short circuit. Instead of like fixing it, they would just stick a penny in the receptacle to make to 
to make it go. To make it go. <laughs> it's like, do it. Do um, the thing. So, in this instance, that could be what it was, but some people said it was a trash can. Like, it's yeah, you not... Yeah, you said it started with a trash can fire, right? Yeah, that's what yeah. people had thought they had seen. So, it's kind of difficult to know where it started, but I also wanted to Could've sort of... A dude flicking a cigarette at the roller coaster. Exactly. <laughs> I wanted to also show you... So, when I mentioned the Noah's Ark, this is what I'm talking about. You said fun... You said Noah's Ark, and I was imagining <laughs> a pirate ride, because you were saying swaying back and forth, and then you said fun house, and I'm like, that wouldn't be fun to be swaying back and forth it does like sway that. it does sway. it's a fun house that it, it sways back and forth but you can so it's decorated like noah's ark it's all hand hand carved you can see it's like there are animals just like noah's ark <laughs> yes yeah and this is the coal mine i've got some so my grandparents would always tell me stories about these rides so noah's ark was built in 1929 and it's a biblical themed fun house and so children would run around in the dark there are flashing lights there are blow horns they would blow air guns at the kids so they would be <laughs> disoriented and it's also rocking back and forth it's brightly painted hand carved wood tinder <laughs> it's literally tinder it sounds actually kind of fun um other than the fact that like people are just blowing shit in your face <laughs> then there's the coal mine i don't really have any fucking idea about the coal mine but i remember my grandmother mentioning that there were donkeys at one point it seems like a lot of components for a little <laughs> ride or attraction Put some donkeys in there i guess what was it like it oh do you get to ride around on the donkey maybe I don't know. <laughs> why don't you know <laughs> like i can ask her for further clarification uh, but I remember, like, my grandmother would tell me a lot of stories about Noah's Ark and the coal mine, and it's kind of cool because she would always say, oh, it's, like, at the bottom of the pier, and I'm like, what? What? Because now that's, like, a parking. Like, it's a, it's it's just, like, this parking space between the pier mm. and the, um, the carousel. The carousel, it was not the original that burnt this time, uh. but it was one of two hand-carved carousels that were down there gotcha. and also it so the one that burned that night was only 45 years old mm -hmm. and also in portland press herald they were mentioning like it had just been touched up and so the guy they had interviewed the guy that had like painted had just like touched up the paint and he's like it's kind of a personal loss for me <laughs> it's like you spent a lot of time I spent a lot carousel. of fucking time on that thing <laughs> And then the Jack Such and Jill slide. So it's a 50-foot steel slide. Mm -hmm. And the way it's described is riders would take a hemp bucket up to the top. Like, they would be, like, pulled up to the top. What? And then they're just, like, dumped out on the slide. That is how it was described. This is in 1969. Yes! <laughs> they're pulling people up. <laughs> What's wrong with making some stairs? How much would that cost? I don't want to go up 50 feet worth of stairs. Put me in the bucket. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, being like, there's a fire beneath you. You're 50 feet up. You're 16 years old. This is your first job. And you're just like, fuck. <laughs> I gotta slide down this thing. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. other thing that was lost is parts of the pier were lost. But about 10 years later... The entire structure was destroyed by a blizzard. <laughs> what? Yeah. They, a blizzard? Yes. I think it was 1978. There was a really bad blizzard and the winds just fucking... Oh, the winds just knocked out. Took okay. it out to sea, buddy. That's great. <laughs> so the, it, then it was replaced with the pier that we know today. For how long? 
until today. Well, I mean, for how much I mean, longer? Yeah, you know, oh, who knows? Be it a but, blizzard or some random, you know, person putting their cigarette out on some boards. <laughs> yeah. So there was still a midway when I was growing up on that side, but now they rebuilt a hotel. It's called the the Grand Vic, uh-huh. and it I believe is based on another one of the hotels that burnt down. So it's a replica okay. Interesting. of one of those hotels. And there's a lot of businesses at the bottom. That's where Little Dick's was, was down there. It is total, it is very different. There's been a lot of things that have been replaced over the years. Lots of rides have come and gone. And I'm, I, it's really weird because I'm kind of a ride aficionado. I love watching like theme park YouTube videos. So it's really funny because like I am like, oh, we have one of those here. And oh, we used to have one of the, like, I, I, there's this ride that I, every time I would describe it, everyone is like, I don't remember that. And I'm like, so then I went on the, the Old Orchard Beach Wikipedia page and it was there because it's a very famous ride called the Kamikaze. Let me show you. Like, it's really cool. But I, for so long, I was just like, why? Why doesn't anyone remember this? Was this built in 1945? <laughs> Have you ever seen one of these? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so nobody, there used to be, it used to be like lining. I fucking love those. It used to be lining one of the other, one, one of the other streets that yeah. like run parallel to the beach. And... Whenever I would explain it to people, like my parents or whatever, they're like, that was never downtown. And I'm like, but Wikipedia proves it was. It was. <laughs> it was downtown. Um, but they're like, growing up down there, it's so cool. It's really funny. They got a giant one of these at uh, Six Flags. Oh, really? Yeah. It's also really funny. So I wanted to share this too. So in the 1990s, a guidebook writer recommended Palace Playland to aficionados of the garish. <laughs> <laughs> So, it's like, it's, so, there hasn't, there have been a lot, there have been a lot of fires since then. I actually, like, found a whole list of them. It listed out all 70-something fires and, like, everything that's happened. There's still, like, nothing's really been as big as this. Yeah, yeah. This was really, like, one of the what like this and the 1907 fire are the two that people remember the most but like i said this is this still really wasn't that long ago Mm -hmm. so there are still people who are alive and who remember Remember it very very well yeah that's such a shame we lost noah's ark it is such a shame. And the so I do have a little bit of trivia. Oh, a little bit of trivia. So here's the thing. Um, there were two other major events that occurred on July 19th in 1969. What were they? And we're talking like big old national news. July 19th is what you said. Mm-hmm. 1969. No, that was earlier. Uh, what were you going to say? I was thinking of JFK, but that was earlier. It was JFK. No. Wasn't it? No. I will. Do you want a hint? Yes. Because it has to do with the Kennedy. Oh, his brother got shot. No. Okay, tell me. So, one of them was Apollo 11 made its landing on the moon. Oh, (laughs) Oh, 69. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other is four hours away from Old Orchard Beach, the fatal. Chop aquatic incident involving Senator Edward Kennedy occurred. Oh shit. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. So both of these things overshadowed the, yeah, this huge fire. this huge fire that took down, you know, most of Old Orchard, most of downtown Old Orchard. Man, shame on Ed for stealing your thunder. I know, right? Fuck Ed. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my story. I know that's... it's a little bit shorter than normal, but I uh, no, I like this. It's a different direction, I guess. Uh fires are a horror of their own yeah just you know? imagine again imagine throngs of people a hundred thousand people downtown trying to escape these fires yeah. literally just standing in a fucking tinderbox really i would argue well like and also between the two fires you mentioned like there was only one death uh, and I would attribute it more to the tank of soda water. <laughs> than the actual fire. But no, fires are fucking scary. And yeah. the other thing is fires can just happen. Yeah, they can. They're insane. I've lived in the Northwest for um, quite a while. And I feel like every oh, year, yeah. every year there was some kind of massive forest fire that mm-hmm. I would have to suffer through. And I'd be like, I could be like really far from the damage. But the smoke that just fills up the entire northwest is awful like i remember being in tacoma and just it was hazy for like a week and you couldn't go outside and it was just miserable and i remember then i moved closer to those uh the fire location by living in portland for like a year yeah and that was the worst fire uh like environment that i had experienced i've even been in bend oregon when there's like active fires going on and i feel like just and that was like only a day though that I had to suffer through that. But like being in Portland, just having this constant smoke was just like annoying. I remember like going to a store and like there was a bunch of other shitty things happening on the national scale. And that was just really bumming me out. And uh, <laughs> we were going to the store and the, and the some cashier was like, oh, how are you doing today? I was like, honestly, not great she was like oh why what's up and then i just gestured broadly at the window that just shows like smoke everywhere i'm just like i, I like gestured first like like just do you my not arms see? like like uh, in front of her and then i pointed at the smoke and i was i didn't say anything else i was just like broken <laughs> just this it's yeah it, uh, it's like and like i said there's a lot of fires that occur in old orchard i think the last big one happened in 2015 mm-hmm. so it's been a little while but lots of house fires uh there was one in 2011 that took out the galaxy bar which is where my biological father worked there my grandparents were friends with the manager like it just destroyed the whole thing oh my god like there have been a lot of yeah. things like that ha- that have occurred, but nothing on this scale. Yeah, yeah. And I think people are usually a lot more safety-minded. I'm not going to say like 100% because it is a tourist town. It is downtown. I do know that there are some businesses. We're going to release this episode and all of Ord Orchard would have burned to the ground just because. Just because we're putting this energy into the air. Uh. <laughs> we're going to like release it and then be like, it's gone. Just like that. I don't know. I'm just imagining like in that, that part in um, the Emperor's New Groove where it's just like, tell us where the llama is. Or, and we'll burn your house to the ground. Shouldn't it be or burn your house to the ground? <laughs> Which is it? <laughs> but, yeah, 
so that's my story. And I also, haha, fun fact, I'm also doing the manism. He is taking full reins. I'm taking this full reign because I am just full in nostalgia mode. And here's <laughs> the thing: this also perfectly links up because I was talking about the pier a little bit. Yeah. So you know, the guy who owns the pier also owns York's Wild Animal Kingdom. We gotta do the song first. Hey, hey, it's a manism. <laughs> yes. So the guy who owns. The pier, or I don't know if he still does, but he did for a very long time. The guy who owned the pier owned... Did you check we can, like, play this, by the way? I think we can. I'm just gonna do it. Okay, fucking do it. So, some of you may, like, if you grew up in Maine, you recognize this. Oh, that's a nice jam that I hope is royalty-free. Oh, yeah. That's gonna sound like shit. It is, but you know what? (laughs) I can also just put it in over it. You could put it in over it. So I showed Jackson this earlier because it's... We got a little iguana, a snake. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's showing all of the animals that are in the park. Was that a white tiger? Or yes, it is. Ti- wow. Yeah, it's a white tiger. Did I borrow it from the, that magician, Siegfried and Roy or something? <laughs> what was that, right? That probably also sounded like total shit, so I might edit that. But in any event... Definitely and we're don't watching want that. something else. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so growing up, my grandfather did a lot of work for the guy that owned York's Animal Kingdom and yeah. the pier. Yeah. So we just got York's Animal Kingdom tickets up the ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's good for like my grandfather's care. a locksmith. For those of you, for, if I haven't mentioned it before, so he oftentimes when he would do business with a lot of the seasonal uh and operations and stuff like that they would be like hey how about we comp you to dinner hey how about we give you water park tickets hey how about we give you tickets to york's animal kingdom (laughs) i think it's pretty funny what did he what did he like do maybe there would be like embarrassing situations where he'd have to come in and be like hey Shut your mouth and I'll give you these tickets. <laughs> <laughs> it's also really fun because there were some times where I went with my grandfather one time. Like, he, they would close the pier and my grandfather would drive his truck up on it to, like, do all the work. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Like, it's really cool. cool. But, so, York's Wild Animal Kingdom is basically a zoo and a amusement park. Yeah, it's a little, little kind of basic rides amusement park. And, yeah, you've walked through the amusement park. Yeah, it was kind area. of it's kind of scary. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. not a lot. Nothing was really open. You could just walk around it. I think some of them are also like movable. I think they're movable flat rides. So they, yeah, if you were there off like season, it. there probably was everything. Probably wasn't there. No, yeah, there was like a roped off area that just had some like weird, creepy looking abandoned rides and. <laughs> was just like, this is weird to be here. But yeah, you know, there's a scrambler. There are fun houses. There's a haunted house, a carousel, a fucking freaky like, like um Ferris wheel that it seems like you're gonna like flip over. Oh, oh, oh it was it. Um, it's you're suspended in the middle, like on an axle. Yeah. And then you can just rotate no no it's like oh it's like an open seat oh it's an open but it's still it there's it's on an axle in any event that sounds fun no (laughs) (laughs) but and i there's also one of those ones where um it's it you you stand up and it goes around and then sort of goes up in the air 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, those are fun. You know, they have big slides, that sort of thing. Um, and also, back in the day, like, it was more of a traditional zoo. I think now, Emily and I were talking about it, I'm fairly certain now that a lot more, more of the animals that are there, it's more of, like, a conservation effort. Mm-hmm. There are less animals than there used to be. Yeah. Um, and it's just, that's another one of those places that's just seared into my memory because today is all about nostalgia well with a catchy tune like that how could it not be seared but yeah it would be on the that would play on the radio it would be on like oh my god i mean like when we played it for every like you know like lily allegra emily and i were all like like no one else is dancing just you it just but it just like awakens something in you and it's It's like, it, again, it's seared into your memory, especially that, like, sassy-looking kangaroo. <laughs> oh, it's a sassy kangaroo. I like the tiger. Um, I, I'm glad to hear, though, that's now a conservation thing. Zoos are kind of bum me out now. They do, I liked yeah. them when I was a kid. Now, when I go as an adult, they kind of bum me out. Yeah, they no longer have elephants, but I think they still do, like, horse ride. They do, like, a donkey ride or a horse ride or something like that. Well, there you go. That's where the coal mine donkeys went. Yeah, that's where they went. Yeah, they were so, able to escape, and now they work for York's Animal Kingdom. Yes. So, welcome to my nostalgia. That's this whole episode. Like, I literally was, like kind of crying a little bit because I was just like I miss being a teenager and like oh my god it was really fun it's really funny because I always I my sisters and I would fight my parents tooth and nail we'd be like can we please move to Old Orchard please 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 because like my mom's best friend and her kids lived down there and all our like our grandparents were down there we had some cousins it was just like I want to go there I want to be there and my parents were like Cause my parents grew up in Old Orchard, and they were like, "You are not growing up in Old Orchard." <laughs> uh, a lot of people also describe it as like it's really there's this very strange mix of like wealthy tourists, oh yeah, and like kind of um, Jersey Shore like clientele, <laughs> just sort of oh, like yeah, you know, sure. well, kind of like, skeezy sleazy sort of thing going on. It's a well, first off, it's a cheap vacation. Um, you can make an easy day trip of it from Boston. Yeah. Like, it's so accessible. It's the, like, one of the first towns you'll run into once you get into the state. And it's, like, has a bunch of attractions. You're gonna get everybody there. Yeah, it's something, like, there's a lot, so, there's a lot of Canadian tourists. Which, it's really funny, because growing up, my grandmother would, like, when I'd meet kids on the beach, my grandmother would translate Oh, into right. French. Oh, yeah. And then, so, like, we couldn't talk to each other because these kids only spoke French and right. I only spoke English. Because I was just a terrible study with French. Like, my grandmother tried, but, like, I just didn't, I wasn't good at it. No, I mean, I, I think it's kind of hard to learn language unless you're, like, constantly facing it every day. Yeah. yeah. But on my gra- for, for my grandmother, like, it was great because when she and my aunt wanted to talk... Like, cause it would be, she, you know, my, her and my great aunt, they would take me and my cousin Alexis to the beach. Mm. And if they wanted to talk about things that they didn't want us to hear, they would just talk in French. Okay. Solid. <laughs> Exclude the children. Yeah. That's, that's just it. It's like, you know, when you have stuff that you don't want the kids to hear, straight French. There just you go, go for it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. If you learned so, French, you would have gotten the tea. Exactly. I would have gotten the, I would have gotten the tea. <laughs> but I, I really enjoyed growing up. You know, spending all my time downtown, like the amount of money that I spent in the arcade is also 
Has anything changed? Because we all know how much money I spent <laughs> fucking yeah, round you, one. Yeah, you went to round one recently. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I used to take, like, because I used, most of my tips were in coins. So I would take them all to the arcade. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Yeah. Most of your tips were coins. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Because, like, we tried really hard. When, when I worked at the small, because uh, we only had a small ice cream selection down at the smaller store. And we were trying to get people to, like, tip us more because they really didn't because of the way it was set up. So, Call Me Maybe had just come out. (laughs) And on our little cup, it said, hey, I just met you and this is crazy. I served you ice cream, so tip me maybe. (laughs) (laughs) And my boss shut that down. (laughs) Boss, why are you shutting shit down? The workers are just trying to make a buck. Just trying to make a buck. I think, like, gimmicks do a better job of, like... Oh, they totally do. Because I think, like, people probably also don't realize they should be tipping in that situation. I think they don't yeah. think of, like, an ice especially cream server as a... Especially if you're Canadian. Yeah, especially if you're Canadian and don't really have a tipping culture. So there's yeah. that. Because <laughs> well, Allegra worked at an ice cream place in Buxton for, like, a hot second. And she, um... Because she was going to, you know, she was at SMCC getting a degree in art. Yeah. And she was really into art history, so she took like the painter Manet and like put it and she's like, give me that Manet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But somebody actually, um, she wasn't able to give them because she had very limited options of ice cream. So she wasn't able to give them what they wanted. So they, the guy who hadn't tipped her, reached his hand in and took some of her tips out of her jar. What the fuck? Because he was like, you don't really deserve this. What an ass clown. Actual ass clown. (laughs) Oh my god. Yes. That's so, uh, I, I've heard the story before, but it makes me infuriated every time I hear just it. Poor just poor little like, Allegra. Like, poor, it's her first job. and Who like, steals tip money from a literal child? <laughs> like, <laughs> who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, and because th- they didn't uh, really loser. have a lot. It was just sort of like a side business for the people that owned this variety store. So they only had, like, you know those freels? They're like, um, oh, like the blizzards? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it comes with a specific machine, but like you have yeah. what you have. So he's yeah. like, I want a coffee milkshake. And she's like, uh, I, I don't, don't have, have that flavor. Milkshake. So she tried to make one. And she's like, I don't, because she doesn't have a blender. She just has the frill machine thing. And she's like, I'm sorry, I can't. And yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. Hey, hey, buddy. If, if you're, you're listening, listening, fuck you. <laughs> That's right. I said it. Fuck you. <laughs> I hope he's among our 50 listeners. Yeah. It's going to be 49 in just a second. <laughs> That's okay. So what? Is, so today I'm leaving, what I'm going to leave you with is <laughs> stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> and also don't fucking steal tips, especially from seasonal workers. Fuck you. Yeah. Also, you know, tip. Tip. Well, for Instead of stealing tips, if, tip. Well, also, if there's just an opportunity to tip, just go ahead and tip, tip. because, like, that's a sign that, uh, not saying I like tipping culture, I think it's, like, it has to go I away. I know, yeah. Um, people just need to be given, like, living wages. So, you know, but for the time being, while we live in this capitalist hellhole, please tip your servers. <laughs> tip your servers, tip your delivery drivers, tip your strippers, <laughs> like, at the end of the pier. <laughs> I mean, the strippers are only going to come if you tip. (laughs) That's true. Just the tip. Just the tip. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye!
You can reach out to us on our Twitter at HGHPod or on our Instagram at Homegrown Horror Pod. We hope to see you again.